This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is, of course, the Arsenal News Show. Join you every morning at 8 a.m. UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you, as always, for making this a part of your morning routines. It is very much appreciated. I hope you've had a good start to your weeks. We're now on the home stretch. It's Thursday. I quite like Thursdays. Knowing that Friday's tomorrow, knowing that there's an insignificant competition that we no longer play in on this evening. Uh, <laughs> you know, things like that. I joke, um, you know, but I do, I do quite like Thursdays. Uh, they are just, it's just a nice knowing that you've only got a couple of days left until the weekend and Premier League action comes back. And it's just quite a nice day. It's better than Tuesdays. Uh, Tuesdays are a little bit better because of Champions League, of course, but still, I just, I just hate Tuesdays. <laughs> Anyway, good morning. Uh, I hope you're doing good and well. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for joining us as always. But I'm going to Black Shine, to Barry, to Matt G, to Marcus. Good morning to Rob and Ara Silky, MRM, Tom, Matt G. Uh, we've got Hawkwind, NSW, Red Star, uh, Damien, Pika, who's Stevie. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us in the chat. It's very much appreciated. I hope that you've had, as I've already said a number of times, a fantastic uh, week so far and that everything is going good and well and if it's not i hope that it improves for you uh very very soon uh this is going to be a usual show i'm going to talk about the news in the first half we'll talk about some of things uh, and then we're going to tackle some of your questions i've also got something that i want to kind of soundboard off you in the second half so stick around for that as well um let's go through the news first of all though shall we uh, socrates uh, arsenal's former center half is set to join hector Bellerin uh, at uh, real betis the two arsenal player former arsenal players will Reunite Fabrizio Romano uh, reporting that he will be signed on a free transfer. Uh, we know that Mark Bartra has suffered an injury uh, for Real Betis, so there is an expectation now that, uh, that they will indeed uh, grab hold of the Greek international and uh, have him as kind of a, a depth option at centre-half whilst they've got their, their injury issues. Moving into the Champions League and a little bit of a discussion about yesterday's results. Uh, Jimenez scored twice at Santiago Jimenez, the final striker that plenty of Arsenal supporters 
would love to see uh, join the club uh, at some stage, be it this summer, this January at some point. He's very exciting. 15 goals in nine games for him now. And just to run you through those results from last night, uh, Barcelona beat Shakhtar Donetsk 2-1. Feyenoord with Jimenez scoring a couple of goals, beat Lazio 3-1. Uh, Newcastle defeated at home uh, against Dortmund in their very interesting group. It leaves them third. Dortmund overtaking them on head-to-head uh, -head records going into second spot. RB Leipzig uh, beat Svena Zvezda, uh, a team that, I, again, I, I know that people have left uh, comments about how to pronounce it, and I apologise. I'm trying my best. Red Star at Belgrade. RB Leipzig winning 3-1. Manchester City had to dig in deep and come from behind uh, with two late goals uh, against Young Boys and PSG won 3-0 against Milan to get their Champions League form back on track and they go back to the top of their group. Uh, Celtic drawing 2-2 with Atletico Madrid, who had a man sent off in that game. I think Celtic will feel a little bit disappointed. They couldn't in the end come away with the result. And Porto winning 4-1 in Antwerp. And that obviously completes the round of match day three in the Champions League, which means we get a look at what the groups are like at the halfway point. Bayern Munich leading Group A on nine points, Galatasaray on four, Man United on three, and Copenhagen on one. Man United still need to go, uh, still need to host, sorry, Bayern. They still need to go to Galatasaray and go to Copenhagen as well. So a very difficult end to their group for Man United. Will they progress? Fingers crossed they finish third. Uh, in Group B, we know that Arsenal are top. Lons on five points, Sevilla two, PSV two. Arsenal now in a very good position after three games. And we'll hope that a win and a draw in the last three matches will be enough to see them top. Uh, but uh, I think that we might need a couple of wins against one being, of course, against Lons to, to guarantee that top spot. Um, Group C, Real Madrid three from three. Napoli on six points. Braga on three. Union Berlin at the bottom on zero. Disappointing have William Berlin been this so this group so far. Uh, group D, Real Sociedad lead on seven points, but they are joined on seven points by Inter Milan. Uh, RB uh, Salzburg on three points, Benfica on zero. Uh, group E, Feyenoord, that big win over Lazio sees them top the group at the moment on six points. Atletico Madrid in second on five points. Lazio on four and Celtic on one. The interesting group F, PSG, six points. Dortmund and Newcastle on four points and AC Milan on two. Group G, Man City top it three from three. They're going to be progressing. Uh, RB Leipzig on six, Young Boys on one and our uh, Red, Star, Red Star Belgrade on one point. And in Group H, Barcelona are on nine, Porto on six, Shakhtar Donetsk on three, and Antwerp on zero. So there you go. That's the latest in regards to Champions League action. Now we go to our headline transfer story, and that is according to plenty of uh, kind of Chelsea lines coming out yesterday is that they are supposedly leading the race uh, for Ivan Tony. We're going to have to wait and see whether or not um, Ivan Tony continues to be linked with Arsenal in the wake of these, these further links to Chelsea. But uh, certainly we know that the player is... Well, we know that the player is uh, interested in a move in January. Whether or not he does move to to Arsenal remains to be seen. Um, but uh, Chelsea are reportedly the side that are currently leading things. And whether or not that changes, I guess we will have to wait and see. But uh, Chelsea are leading the race at the moment. Imagining Nkunku and Tony up top for Chelsea is a, a scary prospect, I think. But uh, I, for one, wouldn't be too sad to see him move somewhere else. You know my feelings. I don't need to go into them in any more detail. You're probably sick to death of my views on, on the Ivan Tony transfer. But uh, yeah, I, I'm 
quite happy uh, to see this this story emerge at the moment. And lastly, Sandro Tonali is set to miss Arsenal's visits of Newcastle next week because reports emerging from Italy is that in the next couple of days, uh, he is set to be, uh, well, brandish with a 10-month ban from action. Uh, he is not going to be involved in any footballing activities just like Ivan Tony, of course, um, for the, the next 10 months. Um, I think Tony's ban was Tony's ban slightly less, uh, I think, potentially. But um, yeah, uh, Tanali, uh, banned for a long time. It's a lot of money that Newcastle invested in him, completely um, not going to be used at all during this rest of the season. So two matches against Arsenal, there'll be no Tonali. Uh, Tony's was eight months. Thank you, Runs With Cows. I don't know how they judge the amount of time uh, for players, but the, the, the allegations and the, 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 the amount of grievances that there are. But yes, 10 months for Sandro Tonali is the reported news surrounding the player. Right, let's go to part two and your questions right after this. I want to talk to you about something um, because it's it's bothered me, and maybe you tell me, um, maybe you can tell me that it's uh, it shouldn't bother me. Um, but I'd like you to, I'd like you to tell me whether or not I should feel bothered about this. And I think it's because it's something to do with the power of language, um, which is really important to me. Words words are power. Words are really really important, and. Um, I think that they should be used um, in, in the right way. So let's let's talk about this. So this article uh, went up yesterday. Uh, I think it was yesterday or maybe the day before yesterday from an outlet in Norway called Dagbladet. Um, I've not heard of them before personally, um, but uh, maybe I'm just being ignorant. But the headline that you can read on your screen uh, has been translated by Google, uh, which is the first caveat of this, of course. Um the headline, I can't read in Norwegian, so don't ask me to, but it translates to, it hurts me, uh, is the uh, is the headline. And the subheading of the article is, surprising turn in the discussion of Martin Odegaard in England, Arsenal experts suggest that he should be left out of the team. Now, there's no... Um, <laughs> there's no prizes for guessing who the Arsenal expert in the headline of this uh, piece is. Um I don't really think I'm much of an expert, but, you know, here we go. Um, it's What bothers me is this word should be left out of the team um, because this article links to a couple of pieces that I did on Erdegaard after the, uh, after the game against uh, Sevilla. Now, after every single game, I do a winners and losers piece where you write three players or just three things that don't have to be players that are like winners from the game and three things that are the losers of the game. So for this piece uh, I did, you can read it in full on the football.london website. I encourage you to do so. My winners were Gabriel Jesus, Takahiro Tomiyasu, and I call it the ease of pressure, uh, of course, of, of winning that game, what it does 
to the group. Um, and then the losers was uh, Aaron Ramsdale, for pretty obvious reasons, uh, Odegaard, because I was disappointed with his display, and Sergio Ramos, because he's now gone 17 years without winning against Arsenal, which is, which is great. Um, but the issue for me here is that in those articles, and this is where the thing about should be dropped comes from. Now, I'm going to read you the Odegaard uh, extract that I put. It's only three paragraphs. Um, so here we go. It says, another disappointing performance from Martin Odegaard as the Norwegian failed to make a meaningful impact in the game. He looks lacking in confidence and manager Mikel Arteta took him off for Kai Havertz in the second half as the skipper was forced to hand over the armbands. Many have theorized that this is due to Norway's poor international showing and the likelihood of missing another major tournament. However, there were issues prior to the last break. Perhaps Odegaard needs some time on the sidelines to refocus with Arteta bringing on the German, which could be a sign of things to come. Who will start on Saturday, therefore, is perhaps less certain than usual. Now, to me, I don't think I've said he should be left out of the team. Those words are, are really key for me. I said here, perhaps Erdegaard needs some time on the sidelines to refocus, which I think if they'd have put in the headline, Arsenal expert suggests some time uh, out of the team will help him refocus it's it's really important those use of words because the suggestion is it's a solution to get him back to his best form that's the whole point of it when you say someone should be dropped it's quite a harsh thing to say like you might not think that it is but imagine if you're at work and someone says i think you should i think you should leave the office for a week or so you know it's 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 quite harsh and so i think when you write about these things and you write kind of constructively you're trying to come up with solutions about how they can get back to their best. And the reason why I bring this up is because in the comments section of yesterday's show, uh, someone, uh, Trond the Orden, uh, Orderson, uh, 982, left a comment which says, Hi, Tom, I have listened to you regularly last year and I think that you are a reasonable man. Well, that's good. Good start. Uh, but how can you talk about dropping Odegaard after two bad games? You should ask why he is not at his best level. He still works like hell and yesterday he runs 6.68 kilometers in the first 45 minutes. Second was Rice with 6.35. Odegaard is, like last season, early uh, in the position to get the ball but the ball is not coming forwards. Jorginho plays sideways or backwards. Well, we you know we talked about Jorginho's forward and backwards passing yesterday. Uh, Rice go forward with the ball in his feet. So the balance in the midfield was a lot better last season with Partey, Xhaka and Odegaard. This year, Odegaard and Saka have been better with Rice as a six and Havertz as an eight. Hopefully, we will see Partey, Rice and Odegaard soon. Just be patient. The midfield will be better with Rice, Odegaard and hopefully Partey. If the ball comes a little bit faster forwards, both Saka and Martinelli also will will be better. The team will be better this year. Everybody talks about how bad Raya and Erdogan and Saka, etc. have been, but Arsenal have just lost only one match this season, is three in the league and top of the group in the Champions League. So sorry. Support the team and allow the best players to have a few bad games, and if they have 96 of 100 games, then that's fine. Um, to which I replied saying, consider the fact that I'm a host of the show and we're just simply kind of asking the questions. I personally wouldn't choose to drop him it's only a suggestion that maybe some time on the sidelines could help him and that's that's the issue for me is the whole point of saying he should be dropped to saying perhaps some time on the sidelines could help but I wouldn't want to necessarily see him dropped you know I think that the best way as I've always maintained on the show is that you need to play somebody you know into form to which they replied saying according to a Norwegian paper you said that he may be dropped now obviously 
nowhere in in the paper to be fair does it say that i that he is going to be dropped or that he might be dropped uh so that was a miss uh, and to be fair i did reach out to a number of norwegian speakers uh just to double check this morning whether or not uh i you know the article had said that or had misquoted me in any way and they agree that it wasn't uh and some of the people that i spoke to agreed that uh certainly it wasn't what i had said um anyway the comment continues saying after his form you said that no player is bigger than Arsenal and he may be dropped against Sheffield United. Now, the, I do say in my piece, um, let me read you the exact quote once again. This is from a different article this time. Um, where is it? It's at the top of this piece. Yes, it pains me to write this as such a huge fan of the player. No prizes there. Uh, but he needs to step up and no individual should stand taller than what is best for Arsenal. Now, this is a point that goes for... Every player, the club comes first. And if a player is playing poorly, I think that there is always an opportunity that should be open to potentially somebody else to come in, whether you're my favourite player, who is Martin Odegaard, or anybody else, like we've been talking about with Ramsdale and Raya. But I just wanted to bring this up because it it does frustrate me, especially this other part, uh, because later on down the article, it says, um, boom, 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 boom. Uh, Let me find it one more time. I know this is really exciting for you guys. Uh, (laughs) It basically says... um, let me, I remember what the word was. Excel was the word. Here we go. So it says, but Canton believes the captain did not excel before the national break either. Now, this is more of an egregious issue for me um, because obviously, as I read to you, I said, uh, many have theorized that this is due to Norway's poor international showing and the likelihood of missing another major tournament. However, there were issues prior to the last break. Now, that sentence of however, there were issues prior to the last break is not the same as the captain did not excel before the national break either. I think we can all agree that there are very two different things uh, here regarding what's been said. Because if you remember that Bournemouth game where he got a goal, and I think two assists in, in that fixture, including oh, definitely a goal and an assist in that fixture, the, the, the one for Ben Wyatt and obviously the, the penalty as well. He had a great game. You know, he had a great game in that fixture. So to say that I've said he didn't excel before the break isn't true. Uh, And to say that, you know, what I said was, is there were issues. And those issues were the Man City game and, of course, the Spurs game. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Where he had those issues and stepping up in those big fixtures. So there you go. That's that's my, that's the lay of the land. Uh, that's what I wanted to get off my chest. And you guys are always a bit of a soundboard for me. Uh, and so I've used you very much as a soundboard for my, uh, for my frustrations with that. Language is important. Words are important. It's important if you use people's words that you try to use them accurately. I haven't said he should be dropped. I've said that a potential solution maybe is that he spends some time on the sideline and maybe that will help him refocus. But ultimately, I'd like to see him play back into form. And secondly, there were a couple of issues, you know, 
Um, but ultimately, it's, I did not say the words that he should. He did not excel before the break. And it's it's frustrating. It's frustrating. Um, Damien says, you spend too far too much time worrying about this kind of thing. People will have opinions. I, I, look, I have no problem with people having opinions. My problem is is where my words are taken in a different direction and um and i think that that is you know i think that that is the the issue and i wanted to raise it and i feel like i'm entitled to raise it so there you go <laughs> louis says tom they called you an expert take that as a compliment i suppose so i suppose that's the positive that's that's come out of this um popeye says kudos for taking this head on tom good discussion and words are important absolutely um let's scroll up a little bit more um Trader Mike says, you take your duty of care to be careful with language seriously, even with opinions not mainstreams, but maybe the terms winners and losers are worth a relook if you don't mind me making a suggestion. It does. I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind of um, winners and losers is often just a, a general line that's, that's used. Um, it's like the winners of the game and who were the losers of the game who lost out in things, but maybe we could have a relook at what words we use losers is quite a strong term isn't it uh, so i think that's an absolutely fair point indeed um so yeah i think that uh, it's very much important to, to use words as they are intended and to not change the language and as i said i have double checked that it wasn't an issue just with translation um and i went to some norwegian speakers to check that but i yeah i wanted to soundboard off you guys so let me know in the comment section what you think because uh, i think that it's important um George says, Tom, do you think Odegaard should be dropped? <laughs> it's a good question. Um, look, I think that there are obviously solutions uh, to these problems sometimes. I think that sometimes players can benefit from a little bit of time out of the spotlight just to refocus or to get a couple of, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, to, uh, substitution minutes to get back on the field and maybe come into games where the legs of the opposition are a bit more tired. And that can build up some confidence and form. Sometimes that can work. The main point is, I think that it shouldn't be. Should there really be undroppables? You know, is is anyone immune to being dropped? And I'd argue that for any team, no one really, unless you're messy, <laughs> you know, is necessarily immune to being dropped. Because, and I think that this is also important. Um, you need to give the opportunity to players to come through if a player in front of them is, is playing poorly. And I think this is why we've had this discussion about Raya and Ramsdale because Raya's flattered to deceive a little bit and, and Ramsdale hasn't been given the opportunity to show, um, you know, show what he's capable of. Um, James says, this is why Arteta is so cautious when speaking to the media. Unfortunately, Tom, as TGT continues to grow, so will the haters. I don't I don't think this is a person. I don't think, I don't, to be fair, I can't credit the author of the article because it doesn't tell me who they are. Um, oh, hold on. I think it does. Tor Ulrich Bratland uh, is the person who's written it. I'm not suggesting that Tor is a, uh, is a hater in any way. I just think that they've maybe not represented my words at, accurately is what i would say i don't think it's about hating i just think that it's about you know author using the authenticity correctly and not 
changing what's said. Uh, and I'm sure it was an honest error. It's just, I think it's important for me to kind of discuss with you. I don't want to sit here and think that there's a problem with something and it turns out it's not. So I'd rather discuss it with you and be open and honest about that with you. Uh, Cal says, uh, you've always been the level-headed voice that we ran to, so don't be bothered about it so much. Everyone who knows you understands your intentions. Thanks, uh, Cal. Very much appreciate that. Um, let's go to uh, Brian says, Canton advocates Erdegaard playing in the youth team. <laughs> Goodness gracious me. Um Hussein says, Arteta needs to find a way to get more from Odegaard when Partey isn't playing. His worst performances have been with Partey missing. We can't underestimate how much we still lack without Partey. Um, I think that Partey's influence on Odegaard is obviously apparent, but I, I think that he's had performances without Partey that, you know, that shows that... that that he can play effectively without him, you know, and Partey's reliability has always been on the table as a, as a question mark. And Erdegaard's had to deal with that. And there's been plenty of games that Erdegaard has stepped up in that Partey's not been there for. So I, I, I just think that it, this, this kind of upheaval and the lack of consistency is the biggest factor in maybe why we're not as consistent because we're the, the lineup's been changing, the selection's been changing, the partnerships have been changing, and we just need a little bit more consistent. It's the first season where we've got this really deep squad and that teams are changing and 11s are changing. If you're Man City, right, and you're changing, you know, the, the, the lineup is changing week in, week out, and one or two players are being tweaked. Over the last three to four to five to six, however many years Guardiola has been in charge, he's not really had a defined starting 11. You can have a best 11 based on opinion, but that 11 has changed over and over and over. And because it's in a constant state of flux, those players are more adept and more um, used to you know these changes. Whereas for Arsenal, it's not like that, unfortunately. And until we get used to these changes being made week in, week out, there are still going to be some inconsistencies. And I think that's important. Um, Clive says, the discussion is fine. Jorginho is uh, the discussion as well as Partey's availability. Our midfield is just not quite right yet. And I think that's what I said there. I think, you know, it's to do with the consistency. It's to do with, um, it's to do specifically with, um, you know, the, the level of these understandings between the players. And that's what's important. Um Let's go to Jacob says, Tom, have you upgraded your microphone recently? A couple of days ago, out of nowhere, the audio sounds more crisp and has, uh, than it ever has since. No, I haven't changed the microphone. I've changed the laptop. <laughs> and I've also started wearing headphones as well so that I there's no feedback either. Uh, and so it should be a lot more crisper and the audio should be a lot better for you. But I'm not using this thing Um anymore uh, i'm using it for work but i'm not using it to stream because it's just been a problem for me and streaming so and and dell have been an absolute i see say that to be fair to dell they did come out and change so many parts of the computer but i've been going around in circles trying to get that fixed so yeah i'm on my old lenovo laptop when i do the shows now and i'm plugging in the headphones as well uh, clive says erdegaard does look tired and insecure on the ball he will come back partly form and partly a change in midfield personnel absolutely uh, carl says tom i think saka's form also affects the perception if saka had read or received some of his passes it may have been a different outcome uh, mel says why does our chance creation very uh, un uh why is our chance creation very underwhelming compared to last season 
I think, again, it's to do with the changes, to do with the inconsistencies in the 11. It's to do with the fact that we've only had one game of playing our best front three in the league so far with Jesus, Martinelli and Saka. You know, we've did that for the first time against Chelsea and we've not had a chance to do that until now. So I think that's probably a big part of it. Partey's unavailability. You know, we did all pre-season with Timber in the team and then from the minute one, he's well, halfway through, the, well, partway through the second half, he's gone. I think that's affected things. There's just been a lot of inconsistencies in what we've been able to... Um, you know, in what we've been able to see with the uh, with the eleven, so that's important. Uh, Datila says, Tom, why are we so high on him and F after such a small sample size? I think because he's an exciting young player, and obviously, exciting young players tend to get a lot more attention than say somebody like Tony, who at twenty eight years of age has had one excellent season and one good season in the Premier League prior to that. So I think that's why there's a lot more excitement about a young player that's producing 15 goals from nine games at a young age compared to a 28-year-old that's had one 14 non-penalty goal season in the Premier League. So I think that's that's probably the difference. Clive says, mate, get a Mac. <laughs> and I see another question. Rich says, you need a Mac. Yeah, I know I need a Mac. I'm very well aware of the fact that I'd like a Mac, but... It's the plunge, and I'm really rubbish at doing that plunge um, of jumping and doing it. One, because of the money involved, and B, because it's it's completely changing everything that I've understood about computers for the last 28 years. Um, can Neto play in midfield as legend? I wouldn't play him there. Uh, I think maybe he could play as a second striker, but you know, I'd play him on the right. Um, you know, I'd rotate him with Saka. I'd bring him on in games where we need some impact. He's going to be great to be. Um, he's going to be great for that that situation. So yeah, uh, you Nathan says uh, hello everyone. I missed the first part. I just want to say that Jesus on pure talent is just a gem for the team. That's absolutely fine. You Nathan, you can. Say that to your heart's content, mate. Uh, Gary says, if you can't stand the hate, stay out of the sun. <laughs> I'll tell you, I am one of those people that if I go to a hot country, I'm always like, find me a shady bit. I need a, I need a nice shady bit, please. <laughs> I am that guy. Um, let's go to uh, uh, Arsenal Venture says, mate, go get a decent Lenovo laptop. They're better than Dell and HP. Now, I'm saying my Lenovo is what I'm using right now. And it's, you know, the problem is, is that the backspace is, well, there isn't one. Uh, the backspace is gone uh, from this. That just doesn't work. Um, which I know I could just get a brand new keyboard, but I don't like the keyboard anyway. It's not. It's not very nice. Um, let's go to boom, 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 boom. Gunners Ting says, uh, "Who do you think is Odegaard's best sub from the bench?" I think Havertz on the right attacking midfield slot is his best position. I think playing on the right-hand side for Havertz is better than the left. I think it makes him a lot more impactful. Uh, centrally, slightly right of centre, not right wing. It's worth also pointing out. Um, so, yeah, I, I, ju- I just think that him playing where Odegaard might be or slightly further up than Odegaard is, that might be his best uh, best position. Uh, I'm just getting people suggesting different names of computers now, uh, which is fine. Uh, I knew that was going to happen. The computer wars have begun. Um, I'm never into that. You know, it's like uh, Xbox and PlayStation or iPhone and Android. You know, you, people are set in their ways. I frankly couldn't care less. I like. I have an Xbox. I've never had a PlayStation. I've got an iPhone. I haven't had an Android since I used to have like a Sony Walkman, which was, you know, over a decade ago. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I frankly am not in the whole... Uh, battle wars of, of these things and standing behind your, your your devices. Just get what works. And so far, my thing 
Oh, that's the wrong sense. I was about to say, my thing doesn't work. <laughs> my laptop doesn't work how I want it to. So, yes, but there are pills that can help with that. Uh, Joel says, unpopular opinion. Teams have had time to analyse our gameplay and have targeted our right side for defensive focus. Maybe someone could check the stats on this, but Odegaard and Saka have both suffered. I think that teams have targeted our left-hand side because of the, the space that Zinchenko leaves in behind. So I think they're they're targeting that side quite frequently, more so than our than our right. Martinelli's done a lot of good work in tracking back and his his effort that he's putting into things is obviously really important. Um but I, I do think that maybe unless you meant like their own right hand side they're targeting rather than our right hand side. But I think actually they're targeting the space in behind Zinchenko. And that's why I think Tommy Asu coming in for these big games and maybe away at Newcastle is what's going to be really important. Uh, Constantino says, is there any news on Jesus's injury? Not at the moment. Uh, nothing public at the moment on that. Uh, Arteta will face the press ahead of the game against Sheffield United this week. So hopefully we'll hear an update from him very, very soon. Uh, Kyle says, Tom, do you think Arteta will go with Havertz and Odegaard against Sheffield United like he did at the start of the season? Uh, maybe. Maybe. It depends on the availability of Partey, um, but we potentially might see Havertz in the starting eleven for that game. Let's wait and see. Um, Hussain says, I think he meant they're focused defensively more on our right-hand side, as in, Amberley says he means the defence, Tom. Teams are targeting our right in attack. Um, I'm still not 100% sure. <laughs> I think my brain just having an absolute brain fart this morning. But look, I think that from our right-hand side, it's very secure. White and Saliba do a great job. It's our left-hand side that's more vulnerable. We tend to target other teams with our right because that's where Odegaard and Saka is. But it's Martinelli that's proven to be a real threat. Go against City, go against Sevilla. Um, was very energetic against Chelsea. So... I really like Martinelli. Trossard's come on and done a good job as well. Trossard scores, you know, against Chelsea as well. So our left-hand side is threatening. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Right, we're going to end things there. Uh, let us know what your thoughts are on anything we discussed today. Let me know if you think I'm being too sensitive or just... You know, I, I, I really, really think the power of words are important and uh, representing what people say accurately is important. It's really key. If you use different words, just make sure that they don't change the context. Just just to lay that out there. Uh, <laughs> um, but I am a sensitive soul, sure. I'm very happy to admit that fact. Um, I hope the audio has been better. Um, it's good to see some of those comments saying that things have improved a lot. Um, I've put things in place and worked to try and get things better for you for these shows. So I'm hoping that that is having an impact and I think that it that it is. Apologies for the, the audio volume change halfway through the show. I hope that wasn't too annoying and that things got back to normal very quickly. But thank you for everybody that continues to tune in and listen. We will be back this evening. Um, either for an Eat Sleep Arsenal repeat or for a preview show. It depends on availability and things. Let me uh, get back to you on that. But there should be a show tonight. And at 9 p.m., hopefully. Um, so do around that time. Might be 8, might be 9. I'll keep you in the loop. Keep following us on social media, at the Guna Talk TV or at Tom Canton Media for my personal one. And uh, if you're not subscribed already, please do. I'll be live at 10 a.m. just after that on the Arsenal Way as well. If you haven't always subscribed to the Arsenal Way, we're actually very close over there to 100,000 subs. I haven't actually checked the channel in a couple of days. It's crazy how quickly that channel kind of just increases um, in subs. It's mad. So we're very close. We're on 99.4. Uh, that's, that's where we're at with that one. So uh, 
yeah uh, make sure that you're if you're not already subbed there help us on our way to 100k here we're, we're we're closing in on 52 so help us help us here as well but thank you to everybody that's joined i will see you again very very soon stay safe stay well um and uh as always up the arsenal It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.